Before there was IMDB.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? That's us, but maybe only for the years 1981 through mid-1989. No, I'd say late 1978 through early 1992. (laughs) Either way, we know movies. And even more specifically, we know soundtracks from those movies. Yeah, this is $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. This is the podcast where we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it still holds up today. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Hola, everyone. Welcome to another shredded episode of $2 Late Fee. I'm your host, Zach Schaefer, and joining me as always, my totally radical co-host, Dustin Rubin. Hola, also. (laughs) Today, we have with us a very special guest, the star of many notable films like Return of the Living Dead, Tombstone, Point Break, and of course, our personal favorite, North Shore, I'm talking about none other than the legit soul surfer, John Philbin. John, to continue on with our 80s lingo, we are stoked to have you on the show. John (laughs) Philbin. So happy to be here. I love being referred to as a star of anything. You're you're a bright shining star. Yeah, my my girlfriend sometimes calls me bright star, but she's being sarcastic. Oh, well. Great job, bright star. (laughs) Way to go, bright star. Bright star. Look up, look up. No, up. It's there somewhere. Well, it means a lot for you to be on our show, oh. and we are honored. And uh, yeah, we may um, we may be blowing <laughs> smoke up my yeah. ass. Yes, tooting your horn. Awesome, toot toot. I mean, I think that's great because I was watching the Emmys the other day. I don't know why that I think that's great. If you yeah. haven't already noticed, I have a lot of different personalities going off in my head. The more coffee <laughs> I drink, the more personalities. It's I all have. good. I do too. It's yeah. hard to tell when I'm when I'm being serious or when I'm being. But right now I am being serious, and I watched the Emmys, and I just noticed on the pre-Emmys when the people were on the carpet, most of them were just – their job with those those interviewers is to shamelessly promote whatever product that they're right. in the mar- they're, that's in the marketplace that they participated in because they got paid, and the people that paid them want them to promote right. yeah. the products. And, and you know they've yeah. said the shit they're saying about 100 times, and it's their job. Yeah. But I found it to be boring. I was like, what's the difference between this guy promoting this thing that, yeah, he may win an Emmy, but what's the difference between that and some schlocky, shitty independent film I did for a hundred bucks, you know, and in the garage? It's the same shit. It's some yeah. product, someone like, well, I never saw it, never heard about it. Yeah, so what? I mean, what difference does it make? It's just yeah. entertainment. Someone made this thing. They tried, oh, you really hope it, you know. Totally agree. We want to so, make, you know, yeah. some money, send our kids to school. Like, whatever, it's just a bunch of shit. But, <laughs> you know, you, you, we're in the game. We're going to play it. I want to play the game. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the game. But I mean, it just all sounded like the difference between the only. So the only thing I found entertaining or interesting is when someone said something self-effacing, or because the products all seem the same to me. I don't care if it's an Academy Award-winning film yeah. or some, you know, something someone else likes that no one else has ever seen. It this is, it has the same quality to me. It has the same value to me. You're speaking I like our something. Language. Some people don't. Yeah. You're well, speaking our I language. Mean, yeah, because we could dissect award ceremonies 
Could they're, you? They're yeah. ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous, we, we don't right? watch them in my house because they. Are, I just find the whole thing so boring. How can you and not so, watch like, them? But you're in the. You know I mean? in, you're I in know. this. We're making I, a hand I'm, gesture. We're, making, yes, we're we, in this. Our audience this, can't this, see that, can't we're, see we're, that we're doing this we're jer- gesture. We're, now, what is that? It's a jerking gesture. <laughs> is that what that means? It's a jerking. It's well, a jerking gesture. This is like pumping the pumping the the hand shake. The hand weight. The shake weight. The shake weight. We're just doing the shake weight. I thought we were pulling the chain on the toilet. Yes. I could very easily not watch it being in the business just because it's, because it's, it's just, you're right, there's nothing, there's just very yeah. little substance there. And like, yes, some of this, the thank you speech, the award, the acceptance speeches well, are, you know. I, I love watching our yeah. our brethren, you know, our yeah. our actors go up there and have, see what they have to yeah. say. And I like watching the great, I'm a consumer of, of filmed entertainment. I love it. I yeah. fucking love it. And I'm still an, you know, I am an actor and yeah. I'm still an actor and I love watching the work and seeing people win. I love how glamorous everybody looks. It's beautiful. But on the rec- on the way in, you know, it, that, that's the when, they're, when they're it's, asked to promote yeah. whatever, so what are you doing yeah. now? Like, what, you know, I, so I was right. thinking, well, I'm going to do an interview in a couple of days and, Am I going to sound just like these fucking idiots? You know, like oh yeah, they're they're famous. Yeah. I mean, they're famous and they make a living right. acting. I don't, I don't. But right. I could still say, oh yeah, I've got three movies coming out. You know, and it's really important. You know, the issues. It's really yeah. topical. And it's like blah 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 blah. But right. I want to do it on this show if I can later. Yeah, of well, course. We could talk about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I love you. you. Know, we this can, is hilarious. Yeah, we can talk about what you're wearing, but the audience can't see it. But maybe you can describe. Uh, well, I'd like to you? if that's all right with yes, you. Yes, please. Okay, so <laughs> I know we had a talk where I lost everything in a fire, so everything yeah. I'm wearing was given to me. I, I'm only yeah. wearing stuff that – I have a victim card that says Wolfie Fire. I'm, I'm allowed to use it for one year. And I hand it out and people give me shit in return. Like sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's clothing. Sometimes it's little gift cards yeah. to Target. But I've only got like one more one more month. But anyway, this is a shirt that means I cleaned up in Playa del Rey. I'm living in this little neighborhood, Playa del Rey, which is like, yeah. you know, and they have a cleanup thing where all these people are like, they went to USC and their fraternity sororities. This is way off the mark. And there's no, fucking okay. so no, Because I went to USC I and I was in a fraternity sure, and I'm like, there were a bunch of people that are like, they're little mall cops. They're like, why don't we do this? You know, clean up. Then they're trying to tell you how to clean and shit. And I just wanted to go, fuck you. So I was like, <laughs> don't. Don't cop me, you know, like, don't get over my shoulder and tell me to sweep. They're like, go get a broom. And I, that's the last worst thing you should ever say to me. Hey, John, go get a broom. Okay. Like, Note, noted. I'm not going to go get a broom. I might, yeah. I might go to the bathroom behind a little stall now and not, and just leave it there for someone to discover, hopefully an ex-sorority girl who's all about cleaning. But anyway, I got, that's how I got this shirt and these pants for my, for my awesome gay hairdresser named Billy, who I love, who's a huge gun collector, and I met him in domestic violence class. Wow. And uh, wow. he had a bunch wow. of pairs of sevens. And he goes, what Those size waist are you? No, I've never yeah. had anything like it. I go, 30, 40. He goes, oh, come. And he gave me five pairs of seven jeans that he doesn't fit into wow. anymore. I, I, I go, Gap jeans. Yeah. I've got expensive. more expensive, nicer clothes I, now than I did before the fire. Well, I, and we are going to, well, we are going to jump around on a lot of subjects, but do you want to, did you were telling us um, a story off air mm. about the fire, and you were sharing with us that you lost your fi- uh, lost your home last I year. I did. It wasn't my home actually. I was just renting my dream place, which I've always wanted to live in a garage apartment above, like like three car garage, okay, with tons of space around it. Because I'm a surf instructor, I got ten boards, twenty wetsuits. I need. I go, hey, I got a store. This he goes, look around you. I was in this abandoned, like not abandoned, oh, but this ranch house, like you know, stables. 
No oh, horses. Wow. Okay. Just put them anywhere you want. I'm hanging up my wetsuit. So I'm like, this is yeah. awesome. I'm looking at yeah. Turtle Rock. There's literally a rock called Turtle Rock, Canaan. And, and I'm like, <laughs> that oh, is... that's called Turtle Rock? He goes, yeah. And I go, I'm going to live here for yeah, the rest of my right? life. Signs. But, and I was, I curated this. I bought art. I had, I, this place, I just, it was about the size of this room, actually. Actually, and plus it had like a, no, it was not, it was like the size of this room. Okay. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. You have a very nice place. Thank you. We are on location. Yeah, we're on at, location. Yeah. At, oh, I'm looking at the ocean. In sunny Santa Monica right now. German steins everywhere. But anyway, <laughs> I was so in love with this place. And yeah, the fire came up the hill, mm. crossed the 101, and took everything all the way down to the ocean. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. But we're coming um, up on a year. You said in, yeah, in, coming up in, on a year. Then I can't use my Woolsey fire victim card anymore, which has been pretty good. I've gotten like snowboards i didn't even know they yeah. had something like that well it That's... doesn't i made it up okay oh oh i made it oh, up you made the card up yes it's... i made it up i was like i lost everything in the fire i'm like girlfriend yeah. like, don't say it again I, yeah. i'll tell everyone right. for a whole year i'm telling everyone on air i lost yeah. everything in the Woolsey fire all right yeah. me and a bunch of other people too but they don't you don't hear them whining about it they don't have a card they don't have a card right. but they could belief is a very important thing they it's my life right i lost everything in a fire yeah and sometimes someone will go, fuck, should we start a, a, self, a page for you? I'm like, yeah. nah, don't do that. But like, yeah. I could use uh, some snowboarding gear. But yeah. no, I've yeah. got tons of shit. <laughs> I have worked the system. I've got a ton of swag. There's some cool surf companies that said, yeah, you lost everything in the fire. Take anything you want. And they're just trying to get oh. rid of this clothing and stuff. Hey, and I'm but like, that's really? cool. Nice. Like, you know, yeah. it's going to a good cause. That's, yeah. I think. I love you guys right now. Sincerely. You're supporting me in my victim. Well, no, so I think I, more people my should do this. Pillaging. Well, they were, I love Quicksilver for doing this. I'm like, I ne could never afford the kind of clothes I got yeah. from yeah. losing everything in the fire. Yeah. I'm like, I, this jacket? Go, no, anything you want. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, taking jackets. It's like, I've got this looter mentality. And I'm like, I'm yeah. taking everything I right. want. No one, and it's, it's okay. It's like, I get... It's high. It's like a cocaine rush. It's like, if I go <laughs> right. back, should I go back for another one? Right. I'm going to go back. You, know, just, you go well get another it. one yeah. and you're like, I'm at my car, but yeah. I don't have to leave. I can go back and get more shit. Well, I, and I, I, I support you on that because if my, my thing is um, do what you say and say what you do. Like if someone says, oh, I want to help you. Then let them help you. Really? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, okay. there's nothing wrong with help that. Help me. I, I don't. You know, this <laughs> the, the mentality. Sometimes people get the. Well, I don't. I didn't really mean that. No. If you really, if you yeah. say, "Look, I need some help. Can you help yeah. me out?" Then, then if someone's willing to help you, why not? And not feel guilty mm -hmm. about that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, Good for you. I feel great about everything. Yeah. Well, well it's I, been awesome. I, I didn't feel, take anything from anybody. That, I'm glad I, that I used to do stuff like that, but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> we've all we've talked about this, I think. There's uh, a time when another... I used to take things that did not belong to me, and I would get in people's homes and take their things. Like, oh, like beer steins? Oh, what? not beer steins, but beer. Deer? Oh, beer. beer. Okay, beer. beer. Yeah, alcohol and drugs. With the, and this was like post uh, North Shore and yeah, and post North Shore, <laughs> post Turtle. <laughs> Post turtle post, and post point break. Post point post break. Point break. Yes, I have been guilty of. I was never accused in a court of law, but I have been found guilty of other things. But I, I definitely used to break into houses and steal drugs and alcohol from people that didn't know I was doing it, and right. some from some people that did. 
And I remember someone coming up to me with the phone, looking at me, and the person who owned the house would go, John, could you please get out of my house? Please get yeah. out of my house. And would that work? It did. Yeah. It would work. I would suddenly be overcome with huge feelings of shame, guilt and shame, and like, I'm, in, I'm sick. What, I need help. I desperately need help. I needed help, and I got it in the form of an uh, intervention okay. by the um, Los Angeles Police Department. Ah. Yes, and then the L.A. sheriffs who run the county jail. They helped intervene on my behalf by trying to make sure I stayed alive when I was in jail and detoxed me off alcohol. Got it. So and then they released me into the world, and I was so, I've been sober ever since. How long ago was that? Five years ago. Okay. Congrats. Congrats. That's, that's a big that, deal. That's crazy. So I, know, I haven't broken into a house and stolen drugs and alcohol in five years. That's a big deal. Pretty awesome. Were big you, deal for me. Yeah, so, it should be. Yeah, it right. should be. And yeah. everybody else whose house I used to break into. <laughs> drugs. Um, Sorry. So were you were you at uh, Twin Towers? I was. That's a that's a crazy place. You've been there? It's fucking gnarly. Well, I never want to go there again. You know, I used to produce a show called Beyond Scared Straight, which had to do with, you know, uh, scaring youths that were like I know what Scared Straight risk. is. Yeah. But right. I didn't know Obviously. what Beyond Scared Straight well, is. Well, Scared Straight, the original 1978 documentary. And yeah. then they have these programs all across America that, you know, will scare kids into going straight. But Twin Towers, I just did had done some research on for something else. It was kind of in that world, and I was like, "This is not a good place." No, county, LA County. Yeah, I'm ill. You know, I'm an actor. Yeah, I was 50 years old. <clears throat> Any illusion I had of being a tough guy, like in Point Break, I play a tough guy. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I'll like think I'm a tough guy. I'm I'm not. There's guys that really are. Yeah, and uh, a lot of them are there. Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> right. And it's like it's really it becomes pretty clear. Gangs you know, and drugs and gangs yeah. and drugs yeah. and politics of LA County and and the difference between an inmate and you know a sheriff like it's there's wars yeah. going on yeah everywhere you look there's there's a war going on and you gotta protect yourself you gotta stay alert and but uh, I had a great time actually to tell you the truth <laughs> I mean I, I was scared I mean, what's not to I was yeah. I got right. scared straight right. by going to I, yeah. I, that clear yeah. that d- disillusioned me of any like right. I, you know alcoholism is no joke yeah. and that is exactly where I'll go again if I were to drink and do drugs again that is I'll just head right That's down into that place yeah so that disillusioned me of a couple of things. One that I can function in society and drink alcohol or take any kind of drug. Right. And two that I'm a tough guy. I never thought I was a tough guy. I'm a baby. I'm a pussycat, but it's like fucking <laughs> no, Harley right. in there, man. You don't know you what's gotta, going you, on. You have yeah. to. You have to be willing to fight at any anybody at any yeah. time at the best of your ability. But at the same time, you know, if you handle yourself, you don't have to. But you you will have to do that eventually at a certain point, and that's just part of the surviving thing over there but whatever that sounds like stupid i was scared it was gnarly and then i was bored and then when i got out i'm like i'm never going i never want to go back to jail again i'm never going to jail i'm done that life is over yeah and that was five years ago. whole new life that's great it's five years ago change for you yeah hallelujah but how do you how do you function in that world while you're withdrawing from well that's a good question la county because i was addicted to alcohol which is one of the only substances you can die from withdrawal. Yeah. 
It is there once they have, unlike, you know, the, the recent pedophile who died in custody, federal custody, there's no excuse for that. Their job is to protect you and incarcerate you. So L.A. County t- take it pretty seriously. They're like, this, my life was in their hands. They're, they had custody of me. And they right. went, wow, you're addicted to alcohol, which is one of the substances that you die from withdrawing from. I had a seizure in their custody from in a withdrawal. So they gave me drugs, the awesome detox. It's the yeah. cheapest detox. Because yeah. I was going around all these, you know, sober houses saying, hey, I like, you know, I'm addicted to alcohol. I need to get sober. And they're like, well, we don't take your insurance. And it's like 30 oh, grand. God. I was broke. Right. And right. I'm like, fuck. Right. So, but LA oh, arrested right. me, put me in jail. And like, they detoxed me by giving me drugs that would calm me and certain vitamins and shit. So that the 15 days I was in county, I was constantly on drugs, detoxing from alcohol. When I got out, I was clean. That's, I was yeah, like, that's amazing. It was fucking awesome. It was everything yeah. I wanted. Plus a little yeah. scary experience. Yeah. Right. It was awesome. And the scare helped you. Totally scared. Yeah, it yeah. scared you straight. <laughs> scared me straight. Well, straight. Straight I mean that that that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that yeah. with us too. By Anyhow. the way, because you know it's yeah. we're happy to to know that you <laughs> turned that page yeah. uh, and gotten you continue to surf and you're, you're working as a surf instructor, right? <laughs> yeah, when I got out. I had like a year of domestic violence classes to take and um, I had to go to Claire Rehab for a while and then I was kind of homeless. But I have a bunch of friends because I was an actor and I was when I'm not drinking, I'm a pretty nice, sociable guy. And I've made a lot of I've done a lot of interesting things. I've made some interesting friends. So I had places yeah. to crash temporarily yeah. until I could get my own place. So, yeah, I started teaching surfing again and acting again. I got a couple of movies. Once I got sober, people were like. Are you drink? Are you sober? I'm like, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, you, will you do a little thing in this little thing? And I'm like, yep, I'd love to. So I got to work as an actor. It's great. And I get to do these little conventions where you know that used to be triggers. I used to go to these things and mm. I'd start drinking on the airplane, and I'd be drinking when I came back. And I don't remember some of the conventions oh, yeah. I went to, but you know that's not very <laughs> respectful to the fans. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't very respectful. Being a full-blown fractional alcoholic is not a very respectful thing to the people around you. But <clears throat> well, it's, So well, now I go to these conventions, I'm so in love with my co-stars and the yeah. fans and just the experience that you you, you want to meet me? Yeah. I want to meet yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just a wonderful experience, a wonderful sharing thing. But back then I was just fucking so selfish and so dis, you know, a loner, you know, just shelled yeah. off from other people. I couldn't make a connection, a real human connection with anyone. It didn't matter, you know, unless they were a drug dealer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And I could. Yeah. What do right. I have to do to make you like me enough to give me drugs? Yeah. yeah. Whatever that is. Well, people seem to forget, like, Robert Downey Jr., for example. You know, yeah. he changed his whole I, life around, too. And do like, they forget it? I, th- I think some, yeah. I think new... Oh, yeah, they just think, oh, Iron Man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... He's the guy that breaks into your house yeah, and falls right. asleep in your kid's Same brain, deal. Has yeah. to go to jail and yeah. get scared straight. Yeah, right. yeah, I, he's a great... I love that kid. He's really turned his life around. And he's I doing all right now. That yeah. you are... <laughs> there's a couple actors... Yeah, yeah there, there's yeah. a... And there's Who are promoting the sobriety thing, like, that are doing pretty good. And it's a beautiful thing. You can yeah. you can do that. I, I We are firm believers in, you know second chances and, and, and making the best out of your life and finding those avenues to change and you know <clears throat> I'm glad to hear it because yeah that's great because yeah Hollywood is full of people like that 
go through the ups and downs of the human experience. We yeah. just do it publicly. Yeah. Right. You know, there's just the mere, you know, we're the tip of the iceberg. It's right. going on all over the world. And totally. the people that are judgmental about it go, oh, yeah, yeah my cousin Nick, Mickey, you know, like he's in and out of jail and he just can't stop drinking and stuff. And then you go, yeah, like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. Yeah, like, well, never mind. But like Robert Downey, like the guy, like <laughs> Iron Man. Mind. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're just examples, you know, and then there's guys like Heath Ledger and, and, and who, I mean, I hate that I can't remember this guy's name, but he, okay. see, you know, he won an Academy Award for Truman Capote and he's this brilliant New York actor and we can't Philip finish, Hoffman. thank you. Yeah. Then there's all those guys that don't make it. Yeah, right. You know, and there, it doesn't mean they're not talented or sweet or interesting because some people liked Philip Seymour Hoffman, yeah. you know, loved him. Yes. And loved Heath. Heath, yeah. you know, he did such yeah. great work. Yeah. But he has to die of a drug overdose, yeah. you know, because he's got this disease. And to, for someone to judge that way, like Robin Williams, you know, we do it in, in public, you know, and it's... We're, but we're just the tip of the iceberg. Like, no, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely this right. Is, this is a real thing that affects real people, not just actors. And they, they also deserve compassion you know, and help. Well, I know? think one of the things we, we talk about, uh, Dustin and I individually as friends, and that there's, there's one, there's too much negativity in the world. Yeah. And two, there's too much judge, people being judgmental. judgmental. Yeah. And, and then we're all human. Yes. You know? And I don't mean this the way it may sound, but we're all plants. We're all different flowers, and they're all different types of flowers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah, I don't mean that in the in the in the in the uh, sensitive way. I mean that in the literal sense. Like we are all different creatures here, and we're all just trying to figure out our own path and find yeah. the best way to to navigate that, and to embrace everybody's differences, and oh. to acknowledge, like, look. We all do things that we're not proud of. We made mistakes or whatever, but who gives a shit? Like at the yeah. end of the day, you're a good person, and you're that's what matters. Yeah. You're yeah. a person. You're exactly. alive. Yeah. Yes, life. Yeah, right. Like Make what, the most of what you you're have. You're alive. Yeah, the the rarest thing in the universe. Right. Life. And and I was gonna do a really rough segue into a movie, but go ahead. Oh uh, no, I was. You oh, know, we came to talk about movies. Well, no, we came to yeah. talk about everything yeah. because you know what? Be off air, we had said to you that we've had a, a myriad of different types of people on our show. Yeah. And what one of the things we've loved from everybody we've had on our show is talking about adversities and overcoming that. Mm. And how do you find the joy in life? Where do you find your joy in life? What makes you say, this is my bliss, you know? Oh, yeah, I see right? that on the email. Yeah, I, it's, that's a Joseph huge part. Campbell. Joseph Campbell. Yeah, that, and I think that gets misinterpreted all the time. Tell me, what, is it, what does it mean? Well, following your bliss. You know, I think sometimes people say, like, what is bliss being, uh, Think people thinking success, right? How do you measure success? How do you... How do you measure? How do you look at life and say this is a good thing? People equate bliss with success. I think sometimes, yeah. As opposed to like, because I feel like bliss is kind of like a could be like a spiritually hooey kind of a word. If yes. you know, if you were going to say, oh, follow your bliss, like, oh, that's great, but like, I live in the real world, so what does that mean? And so, right, so like, there's a lot of different ways to interpret. Totally. You know, your joy or follow what makes you happy versus, yeah. Uh, yeah. Being well, are you the best of which uh, of the group? You know. <laughs> Is that what it is? Like that? Yeah. That's not what it is to me. Yeah, that, you know dad what I'm saying? Voice in your head. Yeah, bad dad. I'm, I'm. Who's the leader in your group? We're all leaders, dad. <laughs> He's gonna chew on that. For a while. We're all leaders in We're this life. We're all leaders, dad. But bliss to me, 
feels like doing the things that bring you ultimate joy. It's not like, how do you measure success? Are you following your bliss right now? Do you find joy in your life? Is that a serious question? It is. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm being I mean, serious. I understand. I love yeah. Joseph Campbell. I love reading all his books, and and I love that concept of following your bliss. But you're right. Like some people go fucking L.A. Yeah, follow mm. your bliss. I mean, he wasn't from L.A., but it's like people look at L.A. like, oh, I, you know, act what actors say. Oh, this is just great. You know, I just, you know, I have a, this personality. If I were to say like, oh, I am, you know, bliss can almost sounds like blessed too. Sometimes I'll have mm-hmm. an issue with that. It's like I'm just yeah. blessed. Yeah, I'm blessed. Like yeah. I'm so blessed. Like I, I got paid to take this beautiful girl surfing today, and then I'm gonna go do a movie. And I think it's fun. I mean, it's not for everybody, but I got a job. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're paying me to do a movie. And now I'm gonna go to Switzerland and hike around the Alps. I'm just following my bliss. I just love acting and surfing and beautiful women and going to Switzerland. I'm so blessed. <laughs> that sounds pretty fucking bad. Yeah, right. it does. Right. There, there yes. is. Right. I don't like. Right. You know, there's a lot of negativity in the world, but that ultra positive LA. You know, overheard LA. Like, yeah. I don't know whether to go shopping or see my therapist. You just want to go. Oh, hey, <laughs> for the person right. follow yeah, your right. bliss. I mean, right. I go shopping or see your therapist, but yeah. they're both fucking lucky <laughs> yeah i mean totally so i know how lucky i am oh, i am yeah. so lucky to be able yeah just to be able to do what i'm doing right now talking to you i'm having survived this weird yes. ass life yes follow you know my dad used to go when are you gonna grow out of this surfing thing because mm. he's a businessman yeah you know? i'm like right. never he goes what do you mean you want to be an actor i mean seriously right you're studying theater at usc I mean, when you graduate, I'm not supporting you. I know. What are you going to fall back on? My ass. Okay. But, I mean, I'm just lucky that I ever got a job. And, you know, when I... I used to... This is a weird segue. But I used to... My... Mine, my... This... The guy that went to jail used to resent Hollywood as this institution that didn't appreciate me Mm. because I thought I deserved more. Now, this guy, five years out of jail, is grateful to Hollywood for the opportunities it gave me in life. Whereas I met a bunch of people I love. I I feel like I got lucky. I I love the little things I got to do. And I'm talking about them. What is not to feel grateful about that? I mean, what is not that? I mean, I do. But some people could be like, so like, they could look at me as, how can you be happy? Mm. I mean... You blew it. I mean, you you could have had the world, but you 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 don't. But like, do you look at it like that? No, yeah, I'm just projecting on some people yeah, yeah. like that that, right. that 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 bad dad you were talking the about. Bad dad, you know, yeah. like the bad dad is like. Yeah. So what do you have to show for it? Exactly. I was in thirty movies. Well, what do you have to show for it? Yeah. What do you have to right. show for it? <laughs> they're just, just right. their people are so interesting. They they can come at life from so many different directions. Totally, totally. I was at a party once. I was talking to these two girls, and one of the girls goes, "So why am I talking to you?" Oh, jeez, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> but there's men that that, right. to, that come at life from that angle too. Yeah, like, totally, what do you have yeah. to show for it? Exactly. Right. How can you, what, so? Why definition. are you happy? How do you yeah. how do you man right. how do you manage to be right. happy? You're happy. Yeah. What are you happy about? Right. Like what you drive a Lexus SUV? It's twenty years old. Oh my god! It's used. Why are you so? Where do you live? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Like how, and I'm just thinking, wow, I'm fortunate in that I don't feel, I can't even relate to that way of thinking, but I come across it. Well, you don't roll in those circles, too. I don't roll in those yeah. circles. Because at this stage of the game... Why would you? Why would you want to roll it's in terrible. that circle? But what, yeah. is, what is it about that 20-year-old... Why am I talking to you? ...that feels that need, right, <laughs> so, to, to do that? Well, I, I don't know. And I mean, so, I've seen him. I went, to, I, I went to USC. I joined a fraternity just to see how yeah, the other... Yeah. I knew that I wasn't that kind of a guy. Yeah. I was a punk rock kid in the yeah. 80s. Full punk rock, surfer, punk rock guy. And I, I'm going to join a fraternity. My dad's like, what are you doing that for? They're going to haze you. I'm like, oh, they don't haze. They said they don't haze anymore. Okay. He's like, okay, they do, but right. okay. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I met no, some no, of those no. guys, and I went, they're people too. You can't judge yeah. a book by its cover. You're I right. met some nice, You're some right. nice people, yeah. some but nice frat guys. I did. They're, they do exist, but I did, <laughs> I did come across the people that would look. So how do you get a job? You know, like I go, well, you go in and you just talk about, you know, your your life, and then you read, a, and they and whether they like your character or not. I go, how do you get a job? And I go, well, I just go into the room and I just tell the guy, I'll do anything I. And I will do anything to make money. Hmm. 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 He was a fraternity brother. And right. I went, wow, that's how they right. live. Yeah. Right. But in the 80s, that was a very big thing, too. Like, yeah. that was, you know, yeah. well, I'm, sure, Street, he made a, like I'm sure he made a fortune. Yeah, yeah. you could throw a rock. If you, right. You're like, I'll do anything to make money. It's like, right. here's a million dollars. Money. <laughs> yeah, you would like, yeah. they're just throwing darts and making millions. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, and he I'm sure he did. Are you from LA uh, originally by the way? Um, sort of. I mean, I moved down my I was born in Northern California. Okay. And I, my dad moved down to Southern California when I was in 3rd grade. So I was I grew up in Palos Verdes, which is a really nice place, but it's just a suburb where we never went into the city. Um till we grad till we went to our prom. In 1978, I went to the prom in L.A. at the Beverly Wilshire or whatever, and I came back to my dad's house in Palos Verdes. It was an hour and a driver, and I went, Dad, there, I went to this place yesterday where there's buildings that you can work in, These those buildings, those tall buildings, like what you work in, and then there's houses right near them. <laughs> So you could like live in a house that's got a lawn and everything, and then you could walk over to the building where you work. <laughs> I mean, I was so provincial. I was so yeah. naive. Yeah. I mean, embarrassingly naive but I to me I think it's hysterical he goes you mean like Beverly Hills I'm like yeah that's where it was he goes yeah I don't want to live in Beverly Hills I want to get out here like it's okay a little, he's a driving a, he's driving an hour to and from work every day and wow. like uh. I, and I went into the city one time yeah. as a senior in high school and just went dad yeah you don't have yeah. to drive anymore. <laughs> yeah. They got buildings and houses. <laughs> you can work. You can work right next to where you live. Right. You can. It's like they got the uh, the tall ones with the things there. So you go good. in. Totally. I I remember going to my dad's work. I when I went then I I transferred to USC so that I because I knew I wanted to be a work in TV and film and whatever. Film. Yeah. Yeah. I had to live in a city. I'd never lived in a city before, and I was like, I'm gonna see if I can handle it. <laughs> And I, I ended up falling in love with it. I became just a total city freak, you know, a disco dummy, a club city freak. And you all became I a was, disco duck? I did. Yeah. All I did was go to, to clubs and cities. And from that point on, I just went to New York. I just was a city dweller. Yeah. I'm not anymore, but I did. I, got, I went through that stage. I remember going yeah. to my dad's office at Cal Fed across from the museum. And I was in my pajama bottoms. I was I was. Working as an actor in the 80s, I was on fire. I was so lucky. I'm just like, la-di-da, I'm in my pajamas, it's 11. My dad's like, I don't know how I feel about the pajamas, guy. 
I was like, oh, it's okay, man. I'm a working actor. God, what a fucking uh, asshole. It's all right, Dad. It's cool. It's cool, man. This is what people who come to L.A. to see me. They come to L.A. to see people like me. That was my attitude. Yeah. No, you can hold up traffic. That's why they're here. They wanted to see me. Yeah. What? What, what, a, what, a, what that, an ego rub where though. do you get that from right what an ego rub for you though because it's like wait no people are coming to see me for what i give them i give them pleasure right was that how did you view it that pleasure. way or? i mean yeah i was in so i had a i went through a time in my youth when i was very spoiled and i was very naive yeah. and very kind of delusional and i thought that people that came to la it was their pleasure and privilege yeah to see me yeah cross the street and that attitude is cringeworthy yeah, i mean yeah. i'm right. i'm only telling you that because i see it now and i go fuck i remember being right. that way to a guy who's cuz i work now yeah yeah <laughs> right. i mean there was a time when i was like acting i mean I'm taking acting class and I'm working in movies and I'm t- my acting class is as important to me as my movies. Yeah. And, right. and my agent's like, he's working every day going, well, we want you to go up for this thing. I go, I can't have class. Yeah, yeah but this thing is a job. I go, hey, yeah. I take my acting class very yeah. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like... You're wearing I'm, the pajamas still. Yeah, I'm wearing my pajamas. <laughs> like, I'm with your, like, uh, yeah. you know... It's Bunny like, rabbit slippers. I can just... if. I, I just, I've seen guys like me. I remember when I was working on Point Break or North Shore. I, it was Point Break. Okay. You have a Bodie shirt on. I do. Am I talking too much? No, you're, no, no this, this is, is fantastic. This, is, this conversation is this. phenomenal. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> it's that. phenomenal. But I just remember I had done, I had done North Shore in Hawaii, and it was an epic experience. We can talk about it as much as you want. Yeah. And I learned, and you work with the same people when you go back in this little island of Oahu. Now I'm doing Point Break. And I'm over on Oahu, and I see the same crew and people. And I'm I'm watching Brian Kailana, who trained me how to teach. To, to just train. He's the ocean patrol guy, water Hawaiian water patrol guy, Brian Kailana. And I see him going over to get a tent, to move a tent 20 yards to cover up some actors who are standing in the sun. And I went, oh, I'm going to help. Yeah. Anything I can do to help. He All he does is he takes care of these stupid actors when they come to Hawaii so yeah, they don't yeah. hurt themselves. So I'm like, oh, I, 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 this guy saved my life a bunch of times in the water. So I'm carrying this tent and we're, I go, where are we going? He goes, we're just going to go over there and put it over there. And I look over there and I see some fucking kook from Hollywood smoking a cigarette at the beach with a cowboy hat on. Yeah. Yeah. And we are going to walk in the sun sweating to put this tent over there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, I fucking hate these guys. Yeah. How does he yeah. do it? That's, right. that's right. me. That was right. me. I mean, yeah. Right. And I'm putting this tent around these people and looking at them. They're like, uh-huh. They didn't say thank you or anything. No, they're just because they don't. Not. Yeah. So I, it, was my, it was my privilege yeah. to carry this right. tent yeah. and place it over them so that the sun didn't. Yeah. I while totally they were smoking. That. Yep. So I, I just, I remember seeing life from a different angle. Yeah. And when that happened to me, I'm, you're never, you can never go back. No, you can it, never go right. back. Yeah, I I, uh, I worked on a pueblo in Taos, New Mexico, and I helped set up the powwow one summer, and and meanwhile, you know, I'm building this thatch roof, and there's tourists coming in, you know, and they're talking to everybody and being really condescending and just, you know, I, I hate American, you know what I'm saying? I and, do. And and so and it was so embarrassing for me because I was like, you're a reflection of me, and this is. I don't want to be that guy, right? Because I related, 
you know, you being an actor and being on set and, and but you're at the same time, you, you weren't doing this to get a rub, right? You weren't helping out your buddy to, with the tent going, oh yeah, I'm going to be tight with the locals right. now. Yeah. I wasn't doing that either. You're just doing it because this is what you do, right? Yeah. But then you start wanting to so disassociate with certain types of people. You know, I totally get that. Yeah. So that yeah. was, well, that was point break, right? Yeah, it was like it might even have been after Point Break. Okay, you know where I, I did a couple other like TV movies and stuff over on the North Shore where I would be working on a thing, but I would I would be working with the same people, and yeah. I would just be like, uh, when I see those guys run down to do something, I just see if I can jump in yeah. because yeah, they've yeah. been of great of great service to me. I get it, and yeah, yeah. in the defense of the smoking. <laughs> Smoking actor. cowboy, smoking cowboy. <laughs> it's really you don't. That's Burt Reynolds. You wasn't really it? don't know until you know. You know, it's like it's hard to. Right. Know. No, you're right. right. You're right. I mean, you really like. I remember people saying, "John, I think you have a problem." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. You're, don't worry about it. You're right where you should be, bro." Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. so arrogant no, and so right. condescending and so so ignorant about a bigger picture. Just focused, and you know, yeah. it's possible that people that are that way need to have those blinders on to do what they're doing. But you look at when someone grows up and you look at these real professionals and you're like, wow, they're, they totally get it. I did not yeah. get it. Yeah. That's why I probably I'm not on a show or doing a thing because I did not get it. Yeah. I was just, someone just, right. I just was like flailing, but I had no clue. How long were, um, when you were doing North Shore, how long were you there on the island? <clears throat> Let's see. I we I think it was a six week shoot. Okay. And that, but I stayed when they left, and I cut all my blonde hair off, and I stayed in Surf Pipeline. And then they called and said, "Hey, we need to do some reshoots. We oh, no, we need a couple of reshoots." And I went, "I cut all my hair off." And they're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You need so they flew me back to LA to make a wig. They made a wig, and then they flew us all back to Hawaii. They made this wig, and there are times when it literally in the same scene, one scene, it's my hair." And the next scene, I'm wearing a wig. I'm 20 pounds heavier, and I have a sty in my eye. <laughs> I noticed the sty. The sty, and the, you don't notice the 20 pounds. No, and I didn't notice and the, the wig. Either. Oh, I've watched that movie I probably. I probably watched that movie 50 times, and I never airport noticed that. airport scene. Wig sty wig. Wow, I'm, I'm a, an actor, so I noticed like that's 12, that's 20 pounds, right? No, it's probably 10. It's probably only 10, but no. yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, the sty and the wig are for real. I noticed the sty, and I think I might have mentioned that on our on our when we recorded the podcast. Maybe, maybe not. But but and, and nothing remember. else. And that speaks. I love that scene, by the way, because um, I get yeah. so choked up over it. He talks about it all the time. I talk he specifically the airport scene every time. Every time doesn't and, matter where we are, and it's because doing. of you. It's the face yeah. you make. Yeah. And there's and the, when Matt Adler says, "You know, I'll be back." And and you hug Nia, Nia Peebles, and you make this like smile, like you're like you're about to cry. And I feel I get choked up. Oh, that's great! Yeah, beautiful to hear. Yeah, that, I I fell. I love Matt Adler, you know, and we, I really kind of grew to love him in that in that movie. And now we're like best friends. Oh, that's great! And that mo scene was shot with two different actresses. Yeah. And by the time I shot that scene with Nia. I fucking loved her too. Yeah, because she's just got it in spades. You know, like she's just lovable. She gets it. She looks at you. She knows. She knows what's going on. And so that that was really the end of of that character's arc in that movie. And I just didn't know what was going to happen. But I, I, it was an improv. It wasn't like scripted or anything. Well, it, it's it, just yeah. how I felt because those actors, because yeah. that's 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 why you liked it. 
because yeah. all of us were so young and sincere. It, no one was cynical. Yeah. No. no one was. Right. No one was sarcastic. We were being very. That was a sincere movie. I think that's why people like it. It was the chance of a lifetime. I'm going to Hawaii to surf the big waves in the North Shore. I may not make it, but I got to try. That turned into the time of his life. This is the North Shore. I think even more specifically, I mean, I think I think you and I'm not blowing smoke. You are the best part of that movie, and yeah, and and it really it has a lot to do with what you're talking about, where you're you're very authentic, mm. and you're a real person, and you're experiencing, you know, like we could argue, and we did sort of argue, <laughs> that Matt's character Rick Kane is kind of a big douche, <laughs> and doesn't really deserve like half of the things that happen to him. Like, there's no reason for this guy to come from Arizona, and like you basically guide him into this world, and then he just, see you later, turtle. And you're like, you know, and it's like, and it's crazy, and then you're like, well, no one listens to me, and I'm giving out all this advice, and I'm like a real person. And so we, we as the audience experience the entire movie through you. And I think that's something that we as kids did not, you know? So we rewatched this, and I was like, man, like this is tur- this is a turtle. This is all about turtle. Like this whole thing, and you know, Rick finally gets it in the end, or whatever. He gives you his uh, yeah, turtle made this. But you're like, yeah. come on, man! <laughs> like you've just had the best time of your entire fucking life, and like you didn't, you know, where were you two weeks ago? Three weeks? You've been training with fucking Chandler, Gregory Harrison's character, for the entire fucking summer. <laughs> We don't know exactly how long it's been, but we can assume it's been. Yeah, a long I think time. we kind of we tried it's to... the entire fucking summer, and then you're finally at the end, like, "Oh, hey, turtle, uh, you want to come out for like this last night? I'm leaving tomorrow or whatever." But like, yeah, <laughs> you, you deserve, you deserve this. And here's this hot chick. <laughs> yeah, here's this hot chick. Can you bring her to the airport for me? Like, you bring Nia Peoples to the airport for him. Like, he doesn't give a shit about anybody. So like, yeah. that's that was my big takeaway. Like, I'm like, this is oh my God. this is a turtle. Like, Turtle's humanity in this is unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm laughing so hard because I have to, you know, like, I love... Look, it says Happy Bodhi Day. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's our son. My, our son's that name is Bodhi. Our son's name is Bodhi. Yeah. God. It's really deep. I, I um... Look at all those kids. Are they all related? Yeah, you're staring at that. You're staring at our fridge with all the... Fo- yeah, it's <laughs> our, all our family photos. Not that I'm trying to change yeah. the subject. No, no, no. I mean, it's all I, good. I, I love where I was in that movie and I love those people and that that how my you know how that worked out yeah and I loved hearing what you just had to say I never I never think about it that way but other people that think about movies have the freedom to think about it that way right, yeah. and I've heard some things that are absolutely hysterical Matt is an and Gregory Harrison yeah. and, you know we, we're just playing the lines that yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, no, yeah I'm not getting no, on them as people oh, I'm just I know saying, like, I know as yeah. a, I've had people say things like that, that that are just hysterically funny when they yeah. break down the movie and I you know have to be careful what I say because course, I don't yeah. want to sound like I mean I just I couldn't have done that without him yeah and and there's this company right. called listen and then they, they're a website and they sell products that are based on the North Shore, but Listen to Turtle is the full name of it. Oh. And they've got like... Oh my God. I know. It's um, ListenToTurtle.com? Yeah. Check it out. Okay. Listen to Turtle. And yeah. they are fans of the 80s movie. Yeah. And they, I, and they live up in Ventura. I have no stake in it. 
but they use a picture of my face as their logo. Oh gosh, that's and it's Listen and Listen to Turtle. And they've started oh. this whole online community of fans of that 80s movie. Cool. And they said, when they said, like, you know, I've. I go, that fucking shirt with my face on it is awesome. I go, oh, what's your address? You know, they'll send me some, like, and I'm like, Oh, Great, more free man. stuff. <laughs> yeah, free stuff. And it's, free stuff. Free yeah, stuff. I'm all about the free stuff. Come on, free stuff. But I remember saying, when they're going, they had a similar feeling as you had about the movie. They feel the same way. Yes. And I said, okay, well, you know, that's great. Thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm honored. I could never have done what I did without how I felt about Matt Adler and Matt Adler's work and Gregory Harrison's work and Nia Peoples' work in yeah. that film. As yeah. actors, as people, sure. as people, we were, they were filming us, we were right. people. And so when you do this website, which refers to the film and uses pictures and scenes from it as it applies to things that are happening now, like Kelly Slater's wave pool and things. Oh, cool. I go, just, I don't want to be... Even though it's listen to Turtle, I don't want to be the focus. I want all the other actors like Rocky and the kids and Jerry Lopez, yeah. as long as you'll yeah. use them as well. Yeah, right. Oh, cool. Because we yeah. all did this thing together. Ohana. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's an Ohana. It was right. definitely a group. But but uh, I don't know if that makes me sound like I'm trying to be cool or something. But no, I love what you no. said. They said this, a similar thing. That's just the way that worked out. I've had people go, yeah, John, you're like you, everyone else is just playing these straight characters, you right. know, in this unrealistic yeah. Hollywood formula, and you're just fucking acting up a storm, yes, you know, yes. in a wig, yes. and you got dyed, you know, hair, and you're like fucking acting up a storm, and it's. You know, they're they're kind of making fun of me and complimenting me at the same time. I'm like, I'm no. steal, stealing. You're standing. You're stealing scenes, making faces behind these other guys that are just playing it straight. At a boy, John. Even with, even with that, <laughs> even with that great alien mask on your face too. And, yeah. Uh, no, you know, I think that that was well. What we were ta- talking about was how everybody plays their part so well in that movie and 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 everybody is integral to the movie for who they are. You were the anchor, I think, for everything. In our opinion, Uh, um, revolving and sincerely, I mean that. And because, you know, we equated it, and Dustin made a really good point. He's like, this is kind of in a way like the karate kid of surf movies. And in in the way that, you know, Daniel is on this journey, right? And Matt Adler's character was a little bit different because he kind of came in with this cocky, you know, hey, I won this wave tank. I won this contest at the wave tank in Arizona. Wave tank, North Shore, same thing. Right, yeah. You know, and he goes to Arizona. So it's a coming-of-age film, too, because as in a coming-of-age film, you get reality checked and like, wait, no, dude. You don't just come in here and think you're the king shit. And not like he had that ego, per se, but he definitely had to roll with the waves literally and figuratively but you were that character was like you're such a genuinely good person the character in the movie and it was such a refreshing thing because you pop up you know and Chandler's like all right I'm gonna take my buddy out surfing you're like wait but I you know I'm right here (laughs) and I think a lot of people can relate to that in a way and I think that's what we talk about because we overanalyze in a good way this the whole point of our podcast is a lot of these movies you talked about, whether it be you know a big blockbuster Academy Award winning film or some film that was shot on seven thousand dollars, it if it resonates with you, it's important. Yeah. And it, it who cares about what other people think? If you right. love no. it, that's what matters, right? right? Yes. Some people and love McDonald's hamburgers. True that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And just like yeah. you said with the guy with the cigarette and the cowboy hat. You don't know what world he's going through in his mind, right? And we don't know what impact a certain film is going to have on somebody. That's why when when someone says, oh, my favorite movie is blah, 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 
I don't shit on that right. because it, hey, legit. If that's the what you how you feel about the movie, Billy Madison, yeah. sure, go for it. You know, uh, I I dated a girl once, and I I was a big movie, really kind of a movie nerd for a while. And she goes, I said, what's your favorite movie? And you she goes, were a nerd movie. Well, nerd I girl. I was a little more critical. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And she uh, goes, she goes, well, my favorite movie is Billy Madison. I'm like, hmm. Oh, really? Because I like Forrest Gump too. I'm like, what do you think about Shawshank Redemption? I never saw that. Oh, I'm a movie nerd. (laughs) Can you say that? Do you not understand what I'm saying? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So anyways, uh, but, but so you talked about the, okay, so I was, uh, my wife and I got married in Oahu uh, in front of uh, Chinaman's Hat and, uh, and beautiful. And it was, I mean, we've, she's got family there and the whole deal. And, and so Hawaii really resonates with us. And, and I have a really strong connection as she, she more so than me. Um, but like there, there, there's really a, a piece of North shore that I feel like is, uh, connected to. But you, you're Pigeon, because we both being voice actors and we do impressions and whatnot, and my Pigeon is terrible, and I would never do it uh, publicly because I don't want to offend anybody, but your Pigeon is so, I mean, can you talk a little bit about that? I can say that my Pigeon is terrible too now. I mean, I could never do it publicly. Someone goes, what is that, New York? Or like, what do you, that's like the Bronx? Or I couldn't ever do it again. I mean, unless I mm. went back there and hung out in that park. But the way I got to that place yeah. was being an actor, kind of a mimic at the time when I was into it, is that I rented a house at Pipeline where John John Florence lives now. And before John John Florence lived there, Jamie O'Brien lived there. And before Jamie O'Brien lived there, I lived there during the filming of North Shore. God, that's a great lineage for me. But anyway, wow, it's right that's it's cool. right at Aokai Beach Park, and we filmed a ton yeah. right there, and the trailers would set up right there. They had me in Turtle Bay, where the hotel is, where everybody, all the actors live. But I was like, I think I can, I can live at this location for less. It was one of the smartest things I've ever done. So I moved over there, and I also, when I got picked up at the airport to go do the movie, this kid picked me up. Brian, his name's Brian King, and he was getting, you know, bags. And he was, I go, Are you the guy? He's driving me home, and I'm like, Are you the guy this part is based on? He's like, Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> So I'm playing you. He's like, I guess I don't. I'm like, dude, you're living with me from now on. Oh, like, oh, like, I, right. like, and so he moved in with me, you know, and he, he went over that script with me. And I would have him repeat sentences over and over. Uh, like, what, what does it mean? You know, he had to explain things to me because oh, that character had a very unusual way of talking. Yes. And so I would have him, the source material, plus I would hang out in the park at Aokai, which is just local Hawaiian bodyboarders, you know, and surfers just talking shit, you know, young kids and old kids. Just I would just be sitting there, this creepy white guy, you know, sitting by himself in a <laughs> fake tan and a blonde wig, just like, what's up with the uncle sitting over there like in a fucking rooster head guy? But but I would just sit there and listen and try to blend in, you know, and just listen, 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 listen. And then Brian, like, say this again, say this again, say this one more time. Okay, I'm going to go do it. And then I'd go shoot it and come back. I go, how is that? He goes, 
Uh, <laughs> it wasn't as good as yesterday. Or something like <laughs> you weren't, You're not really doing as well as you did in that first scene. Okay, thanks. What can I do differently? Yeah. No, I, he just he just helped me very much. Brian King, he still lives over there. He's an interesting artist. Oh, that's so cool. Fascinating, dude. Yeah, you embody that character. Live with that guy. <laughs> this is a great story, Live by the way. That guy. That's amazing. And so, but now you're saying, well, yeah, you, you, you embody Turtle, but when you step away for, I don't know, however many years ago that was, obviously. 30. That's a trip. 30 years ago. That's a trip. Yeah, lots changed yeah. in that time. But you went from that to such a prolific, in my opinion, you were saying, yeah, you had so many movies during that time that were just coming out and, and, and so many different characters. Uh, I really like The New Kids with James Spader, which I think is an underrated kind of thriller. They are brother and sister alone. And said Mac and Mom are dead. Killed in a car crash. On their own. Without parents, without friends, trying to make it in a new town. Something bothering you, cousin? No, nothing ever bothers me. Facing a dangerous new enemy. I can get it. Says who? Says me and 50 bucks. A gang that will stop at nothing to add one new word to their lives. Terror. We ought to light ourselves a little fire. You want crazy? Well, I'll show you crazy. From the director of the original Friday the 13th comes a new Ticket to Terror. Striking back. You want crazy? Well, I'll show you crazy. Oh, I loved that movie. Not, I, I loved working on that movie. I loved working with Jimmy Spader and Eric Stoltz and Lori Laughlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I recently found a picture of my character Gideon like holding her and laughing yeah. while she's, you know, and it's I'm like, photo. post. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's so classic. I remember asking the the director Sean Cunningham and yeah. the, then the DP I'm like because at the time I was a very pretentious young actor I was like why did you hire her? Lori mm. Laughlin? Yeah and he goes because she looks good from every angle mm. I've never forgotten that answer and I just was like god gross like, <laughs> but now I totally get it yeah, if yeah. an actor looks good from yeah. every angle it makes it much easier on the director and the editor because people, are, some people are just looking at the, f- the symmetry of the face and how uh, light refracts right. off the different angles of the, you know. Yeah. That's their job. That's not my job. My time, my job at the time was like, had nothing to do with what I looked like, you know. But I say that, but at the same time, I'm like not eating and doing sit-ups and push-ups and ch- curls. So, yeah, it had something to do with what right. I looked yeah. like. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, all these act they just give a shit about what the girls look like. You know, I'm like, can I take my shirt off in this scene? No. John is doing crunches while he's describing <laughs> yeah. that scene just for you, for you listeners out there. Yeah. Which is There's pretty... listeners out there? Yeah, I, I totally so. forgot least, about that. I hope so. I forgot that we about that. <laughs> well, we yeah. were, we're a brand new podcast, so we're just kind of, we're hoping that we attract, you know, with, with 
with no, that. We're the number one '80s podcast. If we say it, it's oh true. Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> we're the number one '80s Belief podcast. Is a powerful that, thing. Absolutely. I'm uh, so I'm talking. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm doing an interview right now. It's the number one '80s Num- podcast manifestation. Number one '80s podcast in the in the world. In the world, this in is the, the number one yep. '80s podcast in the world. Look, I'm from the yeah. '80s. Yeah, in the '80s. And you were lo- and you were loved by the '80s. You're loved 80s. by the ladies. I love the '80s. I love the ladies, and I love the <laughs> '80s, and I was loved by the ladies in the '80s. You, is your wife still here? Here's, she is. She's reading some I, book. I, I'm sure she is. Uh, a logistics question for you. So Anything. Like, when they said, you know, for the reshoots, right? Yes. And you had shaved your head, or whatever. yes. Was there something in their contract that said like, don't shave your head because in case there's reshoots? That seems nope. weird. There wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's wrap on principle right. photography. So I'll see you guys be... later. I'm, hey, you guys, I'm right. going to stay here. Yeah. Right. Okay. You got a ticket. You can just change it. Okay. Good. You you got to take care of yourself now. Yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I just stay there and surf pipe. Cut there, my so... hair off. Surf pipeline. Right, of course. So that makes sense. Like, hey, John. Course, my yeah. agent's like they're yeah. gonna they need to do reshoots on the North Shore. I want you to talk to the production manager. Oh yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. We're gonna do. We're coming over. Where are you? I go. I'm still here. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. We're gonna come over Great. and do reshoots. But but I cut off. But I shaved my head. Yeah. They're like, are you? That's tough. Yeah. But Point Break, for example, yeah, Finnish principal photography. Patrick goes and does a movie in India, plays a doctor in India. Keanu goes and does a movie with Sandy about a bus speed. Oh, heard about it? Yeah, they cut his with cut, Sandy. Yeah, cuts on his fucking <laughs> cuts. So yeah, so he um, shaved his head. Yeah. Shaved his head, mm-hmm. and now he's yeah. um, a movie star. Right. And Patrick, while he's, I uh, think his hair grows. I don't know what, what, what did he look? I don't know what. I can't. For I'm the, getting this wrong. The doctor film. Yeah, in, in India, and it was bitching. But yeah. this is, and they're like, we need to do reshoots on Point Break. We need to do this scene. We need to reshoot the last scene in the movie. Oh no. Oh. Yeah, the scene with the with the supposed yeah. to be Bell's Beach. Right. Yeah. If you'll notice, they're they're yeah. totally their hair's different. Yeah. Yeah. They've done yeah. different. Mo- this is six right. months. This is a movie under their belts later. Right. Yeah. In that time, Ghost came out, yeah. and Patrick Swayze went from that guy was famous. Now he's doing this action film with Keanu Reeves, who's was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> yeah. Right. But after he finished Jared that, Hood. they said he did pretty good in this surf movie. And then he went to India and did this movie. Oh, Ghost came out with Demi Moore. Patrick Swayze is now the number one box office draw in the world at the time. Right. Wow. City Patrick, of, we City need of to joy. do City of Joy. City of Joy, yes. Patrick, we need to do research. That's cool. Yeah, it's $600,000 an hour. Now, that's my rate. You know, like, I'd be happy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need it. You know, like. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Keanu has happy. done speed. Yeah. It's like, you're a movie star. Yeah. I am. Like so, it's like <laughs> right. these two movie stars meet back after you know in a different situation. It costs them fortune to shoot that scene. Yeah. Wow! But they're awesome in it. Yeah, and they're back in those characters. I love that last scene of Point Break so much. The ultimate rush. There's nothing that comes close to it. Not even sex. We are the ex president. Total commitment. It's a real thin line between life and death. I'm not a crook. It's not tragic to die doing what you love. If you want the ultimate, you gotta be willing to pay the ultimate price. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and please don't forget to vote. 
You want to nail the bank robbers and be a big hero? Definitely. The ex-presidents are surfers. You're trying to tell me the FBI is going to pay me to learn to surf. Fear causes hesitation. Hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. It'll take you to the edge. Past it. This is going to be a great day, Johnny. The taxpayers of Lancet, Utah, they knew that they were paying a federal agent to surf and pick up girls. Babes. Big one. The correct term is babes, sir. Adios, amigo! such a yeah. fun movie and and i love he's not <laughs> right. I, yeah people often say they're no, like keanu has long hair patrick has short hair yeah, yeah. in the movie keanu right. was an right. fbi agent right. with yeah. short hair right yeah now it's grown out right. and and patrick had short hair because he played a doctor in india yeah oh fuck yeah it's crazy <laughs> and obviously you shot all your own scenes with the surfing and, me yeah uh, i i don't have a surfing double but there's a guy fucking awesome surfer whose claim to fame is being my surf double in Point Break. Wow. Really? Is that a is that an obnoxious thing to say? Is no. that a very and, overheard LA thing? Well, to you are say? smoking a cigarette and wearing a cowboy hat right now. So. Yes, yeah. and I you was. look like Burt Reynolds. I could so. put that hat on. <laughs> but and his, his, his claim to fame and like he's also like is he? A I was man? John. I was John Philbin's right. surf double in Point Break. And, and, what and I'm he like, do now? people that know me, he's a surfer. Yeah. Oh, okay. People who know me, he's a surfer. And people, but but he gets around. Okay. I, everybody I know has met this guy. Okay. He's a gnarly dude. And he did play. He did do some surfing for Point Break before I I was working on a movie called Dillinger at the time yeah. in Milwaukee. And when I and they were doing this pre Point Break second unit surfing shit stuff. Yeah. That I wasn't in town for. Yeah. And he. Was my character Nathaniel in the water, surfing, as Nathaniel? Mm-hmm. He's a pro surfer. He's an amazing athlete. This this guy, but he's met every one of my friends in Mexico or Hawaii or somewhere. He's like, yeah, I'm Don Philbin. I was this, I was a stunt double in Point Break. Mm-hmm. Like for who? Wow. Nathan- Jim Carrey's yeah. like, well, I for because jo- I know John's a really good friend of mine, and I think he did his own surfing in that movie. Right. I mean, that guy's probably heard that ten right. times. Like, oh, did he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I worked on it, thing, and people like people come to me like, because I met the guy that right. did your surf surfing in that movie, your stunt surfing. I was like, I did my surfing yeah. in the movie. There's not one scene of someone surfing. How's my cowboy hat look, though? That looks yeah. great. How's my cowboy hat? And the cigarette, the cigarettes. How's the cigarette? Yeah, I'm gonna move it. Yeah, get that tent over me, <laughs> guys! I'm fucking burning yep. in the sun. <laughs> I hate you guys. I can't afford to get when this skin. No, don't even. Don't, hey. even, don't even speak. Save your voice, your energy. Thank you. Where's the locals? The to, this how's podcast? that? Get tent that coming, tent guys. Over you. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, so, I did it. I got there. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna segue from cowboy hats to tombstone, but um, mm. and you had a fun time on that movie. <sighs> what a group of actors that was, man. Mm. 
It was a place where a man could start over, where a fortune could be made. They say every town has a story. Tombstone has a legend. Who is he? That's Wider. Better name for himself as a peace officer. I heard of you. I'm retired. You must be Doc Holliday. You retired too? Not me. I'm in my prime. Hollywood Pictures presents... The only real law around here is the Cowboys. The story of Wyatt Earp. The first time in our lives we got a chance to stop wandering and finally be a family. Now this is trouble we don't need. If we're gonna have a future in this town, it's gotta have some law and order. What do you want, Ringo? I want your blood. I want your soul. I want them both right now. They shot your brother. Now the time has come for justice. Yes, maybe you better swear me in. And he has to live up to his reputation. You got a fight coming. I'll be there! One last time. None of your problem, Doc. You don't have to mix up in this. That is a hell of a thing for you to say to me. In a battle. The last charge of Wyatt Earp and his immortals. At the OK Corral. Oh, my God. The West would never forget. Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Dana Delaney, Powers Booth, Michael Bean, Bill Paxton, Jason Priestley, Sam Elliott, and Charlton Heston. Justice is coming to Tombstone. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you've worked with some amazing people. Yeah, I mean, I was on. I the, I got offered that part by Kevin Jarrett, who wrote this and was the original director. He got fired and replaced by George Cosmatos. But I remember going to Arizona and doing a table read, mm-hmm. going, "I just got this part." I hadn't worked at anything in like a while, a year. Okay. I'm like, my agent's like, hey, you got an offer for a part in a, in a thing. And I'm like, oh, cool. A Western? Yeah, Tombstone. You're playing Tom McLeary. I'm like, it goes, it's Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton. I'm like, fucking awesome. I go, I, I go, what's the part? He goes, he's just, he's a cowboy, you know, and he gets killed in the OK Corral. I'm awesome. As long as I don't have to fucking like crawl through the mud or something, yeah. crying. I fucking got the script. I swear to God, the, the character crawls through the mud no. and dies. Crying and dies. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. But they wow. that they didn't make it into the movie. But I was like, can I shoot the scene where I can crawl through the mud, crying and die? <laughs> Maybe second unit. But can I have it for my reel. For my reel, please. My death reel. <laughs> yeah, that was that was what a group of actors. And I was there on the last day of shooting, so it's like I was there. I read. I had this tiny little part. But the actors I was working with were amazing. And I was there the whole time. We were like playing golf in Arizona, riding horses, shooting guns. I've never had more fun in my life. What a group. Well, you, you, I was talking about this uh, with another friend a while back, how I would see a movie as a kid 
and idealize that person as that oh, another character. Another friend you were talking well, to. Oh, I see. Well, I see. Yeah, it, it wasn't was, us. It was it a short we discussion. Were, we, were <laughs> we might have Sorry. been us, actually. I know. Uh, you guys should do this on camera, man. I know. We should. Cause Fuck. We're so good looking. These guys right we're now. so incredibly it's good looking. It's just the, dyna- the chemistry and the difference is really good. Oh, now we do. Now I'm getting my cowboy hat. Can, <clears> let me get this. My cigarette is huge. It's Burt Reynolds right now. Yeah. Look like Burt Reynolds. <laughs> With my you guys should do this on camera. <laughs> we should. Thanks. We, we should. No, we will. Because, fuck. <laughs> you guys look awesome. I don't know if I'm Lori Laughlin every angle good looking, though. Yeah, I we only need one are. angle, right? Yeah, no, oh, no it's, you guys look, my at, wife when thinks you look so at each too. other, look go. away and stuff. It's good. Oh, GoPro. It's good shit. That's yeah. very sweet GoPro. of you to say. <laughs> I think we... <laughs> well, I was going to say... We need a moment. You talk. I'm going to give myself a cup of coffee, right. but you had something to say. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Please, I was going to say that Burt Reynolds uh, wore, wore a leather uh, suit back in the day. No, um, which is a true story. That's, yeah. He used to have a leather suit. For Tombstone? No, but... I mean, he wasn't in Tombstone. No, I was going to say that <laughs> when, I, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I used to see somebody on screen and idealize that actor as that character, right? Right. So I'd say, um, cream is in the fridge, by the way. On your... Yep. And then open up other door, and it's on the side. I'll door. narrate what's happening. John is opening the fridge. He's found the cream. No, he hasn't. He's picking up the uh, natural bliss. Sweet cream is the one I think you want to go with. It's Wait, just natural. It's fucking yeah. bliss. Yeah, it's following your bliss. Oh my god! It's you bliss. followed your bliss <laughs> to the fridge. Uh, yes. Yeah, actually, it was on purpose. Oh my god! Follow your bliss <laughs> into my coffee I'm having cup. a moment about it. It's weird. <laughs> I think this is our new our new aspect of our Follow podcast. Your bliss, brought to you by so Natural where did you Bliss. Grow up that you looked at entertainers in, in film and TV because I think this is fascinating. I idealized them as what? As, as that a, character. That character. Yeah. Okay, this is great. Keep going. I love yeah. this topic. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. I grew Detroit. Up, yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, you know, and then I moved to. The, I lived in the Bay Area as well. I lived in San Jose, Palo Alto, Menlo Park. In San Jose. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. There you go. Now you know why. Well, Moved down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I lived in these areas where, you know, you just go to the video store and you rent the movie over and over and over and over. And then suddenly it becomes ingrained on you that this person is this person, right? Chris Sarandon is the vampire from Fright Night. Uh, you know, Kevin Bacon is the bike messenger from Quicksilver. It's like for me. And so these things became a constant. So but Kevin I, Bacon must have been a lot of things for you then. He was, he was like Whitewater every, Summer. Every movie that, Bad Adler Whitewater Summer. Yeah, yeah yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, these are films that stood out to me. Leave him alone, Vic. <laughs> so good. Yeah, he, <laughs> He should, he's, God, he makes a career cool. out of it. The man is a legend, yeah. Dustin Rubin. Um, and so I, I think, but something changed around the late 80s, early 90s where I started, oh, wait, they are actors. They are playing a part. And you were a part of that because I saw you as Turtle for so many years. Uh, I saw the new kids later on in life and I saw you saw you in Return of the Living Dead after that. And, and so I started going, no, wait. John Philbin is an actor. He's playing these characters. But then I started going, wow. But he really plays these characters well. Because when I see that, I identify him as that character. You know? And I don't know if that makes any sense to you or if I'm just rambling. Oh, and not to, and not to interject on this too, but like, wouldn't you say, I mean, certainly at that time, that, that you probably were a lot like Turtle, right? Because surfing and, and... I mean, I, is this accurate? I heard that you read for that role like 10 times. That is accurate. So, I mean... Uh, I that was probably the most informed work I you know where I was as full as into a character that's not like me ever 
that you know, that, I, that I've ever done. I've, I've I've done some character work, but that was dialect. Right. I don't identify or relate, you know, to Turtle. Like definitely, it was me playing him, playing this other guy, based on this screenplay, working off these other actors. You know. Right. But you know, it's not like uh, I am like Turtle. I'm nothing like Turtle. I'm a guy that breaks into your house and steals your drugs. You know, I, I'm sober. I'm like, I, I relate more to the bank robbers I've played, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. than right, right. that. But I am a surfer. I, I just, I know that I got, that's a beautiful part that I could really get into. I totally identify. I'll say this. When I read it, I went, I'm born to play this part. I'm meant to play this part. That's why I auditioned seven times. Like, there's something inside of me that had to, that I, that sounds... This no, is no, but this is carpet. This is, yes, no, this is, is a tent not, on this its way. No, let me finish this Jericho. cigarette. Let me just <laughs> say that there was, <laughs> there was something in me Cowboy, yeah. that I wanted to come out through that character. And I was fortunate enough, and I kept trying and trying and trying. Maybe there's a hundred guys that had something that they wanted to say with that character. There could have been. I'm not. I'm not, I must have been one of a thousand guys that went up for that part. Right. Yeah. But I, I knew the producer, Randall Kleiser, because I had worked on a movie with him before called Grandview USA. Yeah. See Thomas Howell. How's that cast? Patrick, Patrick Swayze. Swayze. That's how I knew him when we did yes. Point Break. Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, Jennifer Jason Lee, yeah. John Cusack. Yeah. How's that cast? It's amazing. Grandview USA is a great place to grow up. It's got friendly people, wonderful neighbors, concerned parents. Do you want drugs? Responsible kids. Not as bad as it looks, Dad. It's a great little town. Unless you're a kid with great big dreams. I gave you the money. Would you buy me a bottle of wine? No competition. Well, this guy's not to raise suspicion. You're making it with a high school kid? Calm down. That's the reason you couldn't go out with me last night, isn't it? Damn it, what's wrong with this town anyway? Nothing. There's all the bull that says, you'll never make it. I don't buy it. Jamie Lee Curtis, C. Thomas Howell, Patrick Swayze. From the director of The Blue Lagoon and Grease. Grandview, USA. It's a great place to start from when you're going places. Amazing. I love Grandview, USA. First, that was the first movie I ever got cast in. And I'd worked for the... So wow. I went to Randall. They're like, oh, they just don't see it, John. And I'm like, God, you know, I'll do I let one more time. And I went and I said that to yeah. him six times. And he finally said to the director, just hire John. He, uh, you know, yeah. trust me, hmm. he will do something, you know, he'll do something with this part. It w wasn't for him. I would never have gotten it, you wow. know, but I felt like I, I wanted something. And so something yeah. happened with me in that part. It was just a very lucky confluence of events in my right. life right i was at the peak of my creative you know method acting life 
and that part was a guy that you know I could identify with in many ways and I could bring some reality to it I haven't always identified or related or been able to bring that kind of talent that kind of not talent but that kind of focus and reality to uh, very many yeah. characters yeah you know but I'll, I'll still work on them and stuff but that thing playing a surfer but but what I wanted to say was I played a surfer in Point Break and I was like I am not going to do a flamboyant colorful emotional surfer like Turtle I don't identify with Turtle I'm going to play a badass fucking mean guy that doesn't want anyone to look at him yeah right yeah. right. and that's what I played and people were like you're not in it very much and I go well yeah I would ask where the frame was and I would like move and turn this way like I'd put my back to the screen a lot like I didn't have yeah. anything I wasn't happy that was an angry criminal bank robbing gnarly dude in that yeah, movie yeah right and that's you know different but I'm still committed to that guy. I've, I've spent much more time on Point Break than I did on North Shore. You know, much more time and effort, and we right, I worked right. much longer. And it, and but it's not as colorful and flamboyant. It's not an interesting or endearing character. It's a it's a it's, you know it's another guy that gets shot in a in a crime drama. Yeah, but Gary Busey nails you, right? Yeah, he. Yeah. Well, as a surfer, what I like to say is the masochist. From Big Wednesday, <laughs> the best yeah. movie ever made. Agreed. There you go. Shoots right. Turtle from North Shore. Oh, that's a great in connection. Point Break, the yeah. three best surf Hollywood yeah. surf movies. That's ever. amazing. Agreed. Yeah. That's the connection. Right. Is that Ted coming or what? Yeah. Where Where are my pack of cigarette American hey, lights? Light? American spirits. Where's my American spirit? Oh no no. Do you have a blue one? Yeah. The light blue. <laughs> it's got to be the light. Not the yellow. The light blue. Oh my god. Anyway, just a second. I'm trying to get this coming. guy to get my yeah. shit coming in. Just yeah. a second. He's It'll coming. happen. Trying to get. Thanks. I remember going to the gym once. I was like, I saw this guy on the phone in the locker room, like acting cool, like walking around. He goes, I'm just trying to get a workout in this place. I, well, are they going to do it or not? I'm just tired of waiting for it. And he's just waiting. To, he's talking to his agent, you know, waiting for a job to come through. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just trying to get a workout in this place. Like the place was at fault. Right. Would you? And yeah, like, yeah. when are they going to make their decision? Like. Oh my God! It's just such a. It was. I was like, wow. Was it? Was it Burt Reynolds? <clears throat> what? Yeah. I don't know why. You know, I just say that. Strange you say, Burt Reynolds. Obsession you say cowboy today. hat, and I just think yeah. Burt Reynolds. But it, well, dude, there is a <laughs> cowboy hat on a guitar yeah. right there. It's my old taco hat I used to wear back in the day. And pretend you were Burt Reynolds. I used to wear that and pretend I was. No, I actually I pretended I was. Well, I used to be a musician in a band, so I... Well, you're still a musician. Yeah. You're a musician right in a band. I'm still am, yeah. You are. I gotta, I gotta own that. I used yeah. to say I used to be an actor. <laughs> yeah. You're an actor, yeah. John. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're a musician. Actors act. Well, yeah. Musicians, I, musicians. Actors size. have to work, right? Yeah. I remember I was so pretentious, like, well, what, why would that actor do that fucking part in that movie? And at the, right. at, at the time, I remember this, a real actor saying, right. well, actors have to work, John. You gotta eat. Yeah, uh, actors yeah. work yeah, like yeah. to work. I, I wasn't one yeah. of those actors. I was like, no, I'm gonna go to class. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Put, put your pajama pants on. And let's go to yeah. class. Hey, Come on, John. Put your big boy pants yeah. on. Take your pajama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take them off. Take them off. <laughs> put pants on. Actual pants. <laughs> Something you guys with, wearing shorts. Yeah, I'm wearing shorts. No. Something with an elastic. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See if we were yeah. if you were on camera right now. That moment would have been a highlight real moment. Well, right? the three of us, I think, need to make a reality yeah. show. So. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> so We'll just have funny. you on every episode, John. Right? It was, it was, yeah. And we'll, 
We'll evolve into filming it. We'll we'll start to wrap this up a little bit, and then I have one more thing to say that has nothing to do with anything anyone said yet. Yes. Oh my gosh. Do it because. But but after I say this, I I know this. You can edit this. You you guys can ask me questions about something you're interested in. No, even though I've just been babbling my head off. Interested in no, this everything that's happening. I just this is a coffee high. I've really enjoyed this. But let me just and also I'm 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 I'm, I will sit here and answer any questions or talk about any subject you guys are interested in after I say this thing, which has nothing to do with anything. Okay. Yeah. So when I I was living in Hollywood, I was wearing long pants. I'd come, you know, even though I was a surfer, I was going to the cities, and then I'd work for a while, and I tried to produce a movie. I was wearing suits. I was just I was like. I got to wear a suit every day. Not a wetsuit, like a real no, suit. No, yeah, suit. Yes. I wasn't surfing. Yes. I was like... Men's warehouse suit. Men's yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. But, uh, you know, hot LA, I'm wearing a suit. Why are you, you know? wearing a suit in this I scenario? thought that, that, oh, that if I dressed up in this as this part as a, of a... Because I approach everything as an actor, yeah. Oh, okay. Now I'm a producer, okay. so I'm wearing a suit. Okay. I used to be an actor, but now I'm producing movies. Yeah, got it. I would literally say that. And this is like <laughs> in, in the 90s. I used to be an actor. Now I'm producing movies. You see my suit? I'm really? a producer. You see my suit? Yeah. Producer. But I don't have to take my People just laugh words. at my face oh and my I'd be God. like, yes. Producer That suit. bad. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, with a cowboy oh, hat. Totally. So, now, with why, a cowboy hat. I could not be reasoned with. Right. But um, I remember I got tired of that. It just didn't work out. You know, I wasn't, I would, couldn't, no one would take me seriously. I don't know mm. why. And uh, I, um, Went down to Huntington Beach. I was like, I'm a, I had a, I went down and I looked around. I was in Huntington Beach and I had a friend down there. And he goes, let's just go surfing. Get out of Hollywood. I came down there and I went surfing. I was hanging out on Main Street in Huntington Beach in the 90s with this great guy who was very nice to me. Probably because of surf movies I had been in okay. 10 years ago. But I wasn't thinking that way. Yeah, but he was probably, because yeah. that movie, North Shore, was not a hit. No. It came on much later. Well, yeah. I mean, video stores and... Uh... Yeah, yeah, I mean it was a cult classic a cult because classic. Of, of cable and right. stuff. Like but, we, that's where we, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. But I didn't identify. I didn't know that right. back then. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that anyone had seen right. that movie. Right. I was thinking about like how did shy people, you know, like did I blow it with shy people? Or like I don't know. I was yeah, I was thinking people's. about other yeah. things. Another yeah. great movie. Yeah. But this guy was probably going. That's turtle. That's right. the character. Yeah. Right. That was in the movie right. I saw. That's what I went on to talk. Bring it back to that. Nice, nice. Uh, Thanks. Nice way to, yeah. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Yeah. But I, at the time, couldn't see that. Yeah. Now I can see it. breaks here, you be something like that. <laughs> there. But anyway, <laughs> I'm down there. there and I saw a guy and I looked around. And there was a bunch of men in shorts riding bikes with hats on. I was like, that guy's 30 years old. He's wearing shorts. Like, what the fuck? And no one's giving him shit. I was like, if right. you go to Europe or Hollywood, a man wears, a, a, an adult wears shorts. You think he's he's a special needs. <laughs> It's a but, good. It's a good point. My wife never wears shorts because she says she feels like uh, a camp counselor. Yeah, can't, you're like, you're in you, camp you, you, or you're so, special yeah, needs. Right. If you're a man, it's special needs. Okay, so but are you? Uh, yeah, he's wearing. Is that a bathing suit or shorts? It's a bathing. That's a bathing suit. Yeah, actually. but out in that's know. okay. But out know. in Santa Monica, yeah, I know in Santa Monica. Multi-purpose. As I got older, I was I was like, fuck, this is insane that these guys <laughs> can walk out of their house wearing. Ah, and I started. It's amazing. I started. I spent two years hanging out, being a weekender in Huntington Beach, going like shorts with a sports sports coat on. Shorts. Yeah, it just was a crazy direction to go. I I needed that. I needed to go from I have to wear a suit every day to 
I'm a infantile, yeah. infantilized. Yeah. This is L.A. Yeah, you know yeah. we're we're tr- we're babies. This yeah. is United States of America. You wear shorts. They're gonna outlaw plastic straws. You don't. You feel a man never. That's for little kids' birthday parties. You don't. I. You know men don't use straws, but yeah. they have to make them illegal oh, because yeah. we use too many of them in our shorts. Here's your little straw and your shorts. <laughs> You're an adult. I mean, we, they tr- yeah. put they on a suit. Literally yeah. treat us like cowboy children hat. here. Yeah. And but yeah. but we but I'm like, I'll go yeah. there. I'm I'm going to be 60 years old. I'm going to be as youth, childlike. Some would you say childish. Not, yeah. not as possible. Possible. You do not look as possible. You do not very well. That's all I wanted to do. 60 years right here. 60. This is the new sixty right here. Well, your turn. Your next birthday is sixty. Six zero. You don't look. You don't look. You look. Day over fifty nine. Fifty nine. No. no, you don't. <laughs> no. Awesome. I would never use. I don't even know what that story is. About. It was about shorts. Oh well, right. but it's and, about, but it brought in suits yeah. and character. Like, oh, that's yeah. Now when I see someone, because that movie became popular. Yeah. Thirty years later, yeah. now I'll go surfing because I work surfing. I teach surfing, and sometimes in a surfing world, you go somewhere and someone will go, who. Oh my God, you're right. You know, I, I'll just go. Oh, that guy's having that experience. Right oh now. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I had right. a moment with you a because moment. Uh, many moments, but uh, but but on my bachelor party, mm. I think I shared this with you off air as well. Um, it was the 25th anniversary screening of North Shore at the Arrow in Santa Monica, and you were there with Matt. Matt Adler. I mean, the whole cast was there, yeah. right? And right. It, it, it just happened to coincide with the same weekend that I was going to be celebrating my bachelor just party. Just happened. Just happened. So my just best quote happened. My best just. friend, my best friend Terry, he's like, "What do you want to do for your bachelor party?" And I said, "Well, this just so happens to be going on that weekend." He's like. Bro, let's do it. So everybody flew down from the Bay Area, San Francisco, San Jose. All came down to, uh, and we were all wearing Hawaiian shirts. And we went to the North Shore screening with the with the Q and A. And and I came up and met all of you guys with my Hawaiian shirt. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's getting married in a couple weeks in, in, in on the North Shore in Oahu. And uh, you know, and the rest is history. And then, flash forward, my wife and I have a son, beautiful son Bodie, and we're sitting on the beach, Bodie and I. Uh, down here and I see you walk by with one of your students that you're teaching surf lessons uh-huh. to and I'm like holy shit it's John Philbin um, not turtle but John Philbin the person because I'm not you know 10 anymore and uh, and I'm like and, and, and Bodie's like 2 at the time and he's like and I go and I said that guy right there he played he was in a movie called North Shore and he played a character named Turtle he's like, turtle? turtle? he's a turtle? and I go no he's not a turtle I'll explain this to you when you get a little bit older, you know. And I told him I was going to interview you today. And I said, do you remember that? He goes, turtle? And I go, yeah. So anyways, my whole point is that to bring this all full circle, it's so crazy to go from like being a kid and then sharing the film as an adult with my kid. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about how it's such a nice, specifically North Shore, it's such a, just a genuinely good film all around and 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 to be able to meet you and hear your story and your real story not some character not some person that you idealize but the real person and and at the end and walk out of that going you are a fantastic person and you are a genuine person and it is it is so we are so grateful and appreciative that you've taken this time to meet us and sit down and talk to us and be so open yeah. and and candid because that realness does not always get it doesn't get 
uh, to no, the, you know, no. people don't hear that realness on a regular basis. And you didn't even know what we were going to talk about or who we were or anything. So thank you for coming. And, real, yeah, we'll undo real, the ropes yeah, like, behind your wrists being, in a moment. Being, and, uh, being you know. Vulnerable. And is there an ashtray for this? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you Do know, I get to keep this ashtray wherever you want? Yeah, it's amazing because oh, Dustin's been giving him the cigarette, I too. I mean, it, like, it, like, just like in the movie, it doesn't, like, I wouldn't be able to talk like this in front of people that couldn't hear this. Yeah. And didn't encourage this way of talking. So if anything, you if any any of this was interesting or good, or it's because you provided this opportunity, and I really appreciate it. I love talking about myself. When you guys were Clearly. talking about yourselves and stuff, I was kind of like, yeah, just I know, waiting for the you next just, question. You got up and you uh, you took a piss. You know, you're like, when you talk about yourself for sale, I'm gonna go. I'm and do that some, thing I have yeah. to Wait, Dustin, you just turned the fan on in the bathroom. You can't hear yeah. anything we're saying. Right. <laughs> Is he taking a deuce? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, John, thank you yeah. so much yeah, for being you. on our show. Thank you. This is a $2 late fee. Um, do you, Oh, sorry. Do you have anything yeah. you'd like to oh. plug? We're, we're, oh, no, I really in, don't. In, I mean, I don't. I mean. You've got some yeah. projects you're oh, working yeah, on. Oh, yeah. I should shamelessly plug these we're, things we're live that mean a lot to me. Who are you wearing today? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, you know, I do... And this has never happened. No, I really don't. There's this movie I, I want. I would love it if everybody in the world no. could see this movie I did called Undateable John. Silence, because it means so much to me and everybody in it and everybody who worked on it. I actually play myself. I play a drug addict, alcoholic, surf instructor. Wow. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. And I think it's so funny. But I think when we tried to sell the movie, no one else thought it was funny. Did you so write it? I, no. Oh. I just improv in it a lot. Okay. Okay. And I think that I am the only one who loves this film. And I think that might well, speak to my narcissistic uh, personality disorder. It hasn't been seen by anybody. It hasn't been seen by anybody. You're right. How could we? How could you be the only one if no one else has had the well, opportunity to see it? Yeah. I've seen it, but the people, that, even the people that made it and the people that are, the other people that are in it aren't like going, fucking that's awesome. But I am. Uh, I'll see a picture of him and go, look how fucking great this is. Yeah. But I don't see like Daryl Hannah or Tom Arnold or, I'm wearing the hat right now. Yeah. Right? Name no, dropper. But the, no, but you're promoting. The, yeah, you're, I'm promoting. Yeah, and, yeah. and Estella Warren, I don't see them right. out there online yes. promoting it going, everybody should go see this movie. It's fucking hysterical. When is it coming out? What's the story? I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh. We made it, and okay. they sold it to this digital distribution company. Okay, but I don't know when it's coming out. But it, but it, when it does, it's called Undateable John. Okay, well, okay. We'll, people are gonna have to. We'll buy look it. into that. We'll definitely promote it. Yeah, we'll promote and it. We'll watch I it. I want to come sure. back on the show when it comes yeah, out. Absolutely, we'll talk about with the yeah. world's greatest podcast of the '80s. This is yeah. the most popular. Yes, '80s podcast. World's greatest. World's greatest. World's greatest. Popular, we don't know, but believe greatest. it or but not, content. Yeah. Content is yeah. king. We, yeah, no, this is fun. I will uh, just one quick, one quick thing because we t- always talk about music on our podcast. Yes, right. And were there songs or artists from the '80s that you really dug or were fans of? Are you still? What kind of music? Or, or do you ever listen to music while you're surfing? Or is that just nope, no? And in the '80s, in the in the '80s, I was kind of into punk and new wave cool. music. Like the you know, I love this band X, and I yeah. love this band Violent Femmes, and I was kind of into the talking heads and the cars and Duran Duran and mm. all and and PIL and just I was into like that kind of music and a lot of, a lot of it didn't get to the screen. I did you ever hear Ben Orr's solo record? No. 
Uh, I highly recommend it. Ben Orr's... Ben Orr from The Cars. The from lead. The Cars. Yeah. He solo had a solo record. record that came out, and I put that next to any Cars record any day. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So. You're a musician, a professional musician. I have my so. moments, but... Yes. Um, thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Dude, sincerely. How you wow, that was awesome. All right, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is it five-star rating? <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really... Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great too. And you can find us on the internet... Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at $2LateFeePodcast. We'll see you next time. We did it. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 